and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 200. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside Too Fresh Crush himself. Mm, yeah. Still hates the name. Still, Still hates hate the it. name. I thought it's if I, like, crush. let it slide for a while, I'd grow on me, but it just No, didn't. but it's not just me that says it now. Everybody I know, says it. No, I hate it. I really Everybody hate it. it. It's the best. It's the best. And the one and only, my dad, Greg Miller. How are you, Greg? I'm very proud of you. You saw an episode 200. <laughs> what an achievement. We got here in the end. It only took a lot of a lot of tears, a lot of sleepless nights, light tonight, but we got there in the end. Uh, let's get the rigmarole out of the way. If you don't know, my Xbox Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on youtube.com slash mcfixer and all podcast services everywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, you, you name it, we got it. Uh, you can get the show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. And if you're not subscribed to everyone here, please do. Myself, youtube.com slash mcfixer. Crash is on mixer.com slash crash. And Greg, you can find him at www.kindoffunny.com or everywhere else, you know. You don't need to plug, Greg. Trust me. Everyone knows who <laughs> oh, you are. Oh, you know what? You know, there's somebody listening to this who has no idea who I am. And then they'll figure it out and be really pissed off that I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. It's funny, though. A lot of, especially the My Xbox and Me audience, a lot of people don't know you so when we talk when especially when i talk about you i'm like oh yeah greg miller this da, 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 da. And they're like who and i'm like wait what that sony like, pony <laughs> <laughs> so that's what i thought we'd start this off with was like two episode 200 i've had ac bongos on the show we had ago on the show who's head of idea xbox and then we get greg miller for the big 200 which is a playstation fan <sighs> it's, not, it's not entirely true though is it let's be honest because no, lately the way you've been talking lately about Xbox, it's been very positive. Not to say you was ever negative, but it's been very positive, and I love your out your outlook on Xbox at the moment. How you been feeling about the platform? I mean, I feel super strong about it. I'm, I keep waiting for them to take over, and I think it's going. I, you know, at E3, that was the big concern coming here. Not concern. The big prediction was that it was their time to shine, their time to run away with it. And, yeah. And I don't think they did. I think they did obviously a great showing. They had a ton of games, everything. And it, it's what it is. Is that next generation is going to be so fascinating because i think mm -hmm. xbox is doing the most interesting stuff right now and it might just be that they're doing they're the ones who can actually talk about it that's why it seems so interesting and like whatever yeah. playstation is doing is up their sleeve but everything they're doing is so pro consumer and so pro gamer and if it we get to the xbox or the next xbox we get to scarlet right and we're talking about launching this thing and they come out and they say all the right stuff and they show what the first parties are working on and they prove to you that you need this system for these exclusives. I think it's going to be so many people coming in to use that system, using it every day and being like, oh my God, Game Pass is so great. Oh my God, you know, Project xCloud is a game changer that I literally yeah. am, you know, at the airport and I get on Wi-Fi and I'm playing the games I have there. And, oh, I didn't even realize that this is a Play Anywhere title. Like they, I, I've been saying it, I feel like, for the last like, two years, but they've built and been built such a strong foundation that i want to see them capitalize on it right like yeah. I, I you know we joked around the front about it like the playstation stuff comes from the fact that of course I, I mean i like playstation but it's you know was my job at ign that's what i got hired for so for eight mm. years i was the playstation guy and i consider it like might beat in the same yeah. way you know like a the, the chicago bears beat reporter would be uh, maybe not the biggest bears fan but he knows a lot about the Bears. that's my relationship <laughs> with playstation in terms of yeah. an ecosystem but i've been saying on the shows that i honestly think if you were to talk about it like in terms of fanboyness like i'm cheering the hardest for xbox i want yeah. to see them win i think phil spencer's making the right calls i think all the stuff they're doing is really exciting and when i got to use project x cloud of d3 i was like 
this is what I'm talking about. And even still, you know, you, you, on the shows we do are kind of funny. I talk a lot right now about Stadia. But again, yeah. it's because Stadia is imminent. Stadia is the one that I've used it's more. Common. Exactly. Right. Whereas xCloud is still just one. And people write in all the time. If you're this excited about Stadia, why aren't you excited about xCloud? I'm like, I am totally that excited about xCloud. It, yeah. For me, it literally is a arms race of when it, they both get out there. Who works the best? How is it going? Well, you, you know, what system do I want to be? Yeah, the, pro- the problem we both said about Stadia is we already have our libraries. And that's yeah. why we're, s- we're both so excited about xCloud, right, Crash? It's because yeah. the pure fact is we can take it. We've got our libraries already. Hopefully, it just means we're paying for our subscription service and we can take the games we already own everywhere. No, you are, you are 100% correct. And like that's where I am too, where it's like, cool, if we get here and xCloud is the better service, like, yeah, I already have an xCloud. Xbox Live. I already have my friends list. I already have my achievements. I already have my library. And then if, if it is that next generation Xbox is going to be delivering on a first party front the way PlayStation did the time around. Like hell yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's I think that's that's the big thing, right? Is the yeah. first party front. We're still waiting on exclusive to the same level as PlayStation. I think we talk about it so often, Gresh. Yeah. Right? That they just don't have a here uh, a Horizon Zero Dawn. Spider-Man, A Last of Us. Uh, they don't, as much as I love Gears of War, I'm not the biggest Halo fan, but I know people are, um, we just haven't had that this gen, so it's going to be so interesting next gen uh, to see where we're at. Um, Chris, uh, we got a ton of questions, Chris, so do you want to just jump straight into them? Yeah. Let's, do you uh, want to take the first one? Sure. Um, Ryan Matchett wrote, Yes. Congrats on 200 episodes. Started listening around 116, 117. You guys Jeez. convinced me to get Game Pass. What you looking forward to from Xbox Next Gen? Exclusives, I think I would say. If yeah. I had to, like, the first thing for me would be they just bought all of these new studios. Um, and I want the... It was a joke when it came out in a statement where it was like, Fripple A, which is 4A. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Like, <laughs> but... but when I read it out, I was like, okay, this is just stupid. But now we look at it, I'm like, yeah, no, I do want that that premium content. I want something that's going to blow me away, new IPs. And it looks like they've got the right studios to do it. It's funny because obviously PlayStation buys Insomniac and we're all like, oh, Xbox lost in like in the, in the, in the, in the battle. It's like, there's no studio compared to Insomniac that Xbox support. It's like, but it's, not, it's quality over quantity, right, as well. And that's yeah. what I think is the main thing. As much as... Would I have liked Insomniac to be Xbox? Would I love Sunset Overdrive 2 to be an Xbox? Yes, but it's not how things work. Um, Chris, what are you looking forward to next gen most? I would also say like exclusives. It really is what can Microsoft deliver. Because I think on a lot of fronts, Microsoft is really competent, right? From their online services, their friends list, tr- uh, the achievements i almost said trophies yeah. uh the achievement list <laughs> um, all the podcast stuff. there's no way yeah. to stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff i think microsoft does really well it is the game department that they've sort of uh we've talked about it where for a very long time they had halo and gears of war and that's really all they had Forza, and everything yeah, halo gears of war and forza and there when they go. try and put something like sunset overdrive it doesn't really hit as well as maybe it should have because that is a fantastic mm. game so hopefully this next turnaround they release good exclusives and it also has a player base that sort of uplifts it as well yeah no 100 percent. greg what about yourself next gen what's the what's the thing you're most looking forward to i mean obviously yeah games are huge exclusives are huge I think that's, you know, key to the success of any of these platforms. For me, it is, though, being a streaming dork. Like, I want to see what xCloud is. I want to, and I hope it works amazing. Like, right over here, right, is my PS4 
4. I'm currently recording in Seattle, right? Yeah. I brought my PlayStation 4 here on the whim that I would have the time to play some Control, <laughs> right? Like, Control yeah. isn't exclusive to PlayStation in any Not- way, shape, or form. You know, it's it's that, that thing that, okay, cool, if we get to the point and xCloud works and it is perfect and it's streaming and it's great and it doesn't need a crazy connection, I'm going to have a lot of tough choices, right, in terms of being the PlayStation fan. But, uh, like, I will walk away. Like I, I love. I, I'll from the trophies for home. From well, the that's trophies? the thing. Like what I hit a hundred <laughs> platinum. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like and it's in. There is definitely going to be those games that I'm like I'm going to platinum this game. I yeah. love this game so much. I know I want to platinum it. But then there's going to be so, so many games that I am going. Like I'm. A, I, you know I'm super stoked about Witcher Three on Switch because I just yeah. never had. I never had that much those hundreds of hours at my PlayStation. So like that's for me a game that I know I would never platinum. So it's. Not like that would be a, a, a chase for me. It is the convenience yeah. of having it. And so, yeah, if it, we get there and xCloud is working better than Stadia and, you know, Xbox is delivering on these exclusives, like, that is going to be amazing to have just toss the controller and the, the iPad or the computer screen I already have and go that way. Yeah, no, 100%. I think the, the, the thing that's so important about next gen is we're finally getting to a point where you're buying consoles for exclusives, which I think you've always done, but even more so now because of games being with play anywhere and um being able to cross play with everything playstation are obviously letting up on that where xbox have been forward thinking in that i feel like it's just a case of all right you go where the exclusives are now if you care about this 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 you're buying this or if you care about this 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 and this you buy this or if you're like us proper nerds we buy everything (laughs) because we want to play everything at the end of the day that's just what who we are um so yeah it's a really interesting time i think load times as well i think you've brought it up so many times to me crash where you're like load times load times load times there's something that i've just sort of not thought about anymore where i'm just like yeah oh they're there but like after seeing the spider-man demo for the ps5 you're like oh wow things are gonna really ramp up and yeah I'm, i've played games on pc and I, you're just like okay yeah it's better but from what we're expecting i'm expecting like instantaneous load times right. at least from first party games from both sides maybe not third party yeah i went to a I went back to Destiny 2 recently, and one of the things I noticed was that game still has really long load times, and I'm playing that on PC. Where yeah. I was like, I remember we complained about Anthem when that was out, and Destiny oh, 2 God. was like, si- Destiny 2 is kind of similar. I think Anthem was still longer, but Destiny 2 was still pretty long as well. Yeah, but Anthem had everything else going around it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. There were many holes in the boat on that one. Yeah, it, yeah, it just that, really what, I mean, you talk about us being nerds, and that's what's so exciting about Next Gen, is that I really feel like it is going to be the death by a thousand cuts kind of thing right where there's going to be so many little bells and whistles that you can't put in trailer and they wouldn't sell it in walmart's retail aisle but for us when we are talking about services that are already built in what you know your xbox subscription actually is going to be and what that's going to look like and yeah what load times are going to be like that's what gets me excited because the games are going to look great they already look great they're going to look a little bit better maybe a lot better but like you're not going to have a PS2 to PS3 jump here. Like we're going to get things that look better, but run better and actually are hopefully giving you the better user experience. Yeah, no, you're exactly a hundred percent right. Next question. Uh, Do you think game pass less game pass Ultimate is something that should be, that should stay as an Xbox less PC thing, or do you see it evolve into other systems? Uh, That's the first question. So we'll start there. I think it should be everywhere. I think for, I'm done with, caring i think i said this last week on the podcast which is i'm done with caring about exclusives and not stand on xbox and oh you can play it on playstation xbox like i don't care i generally don't care and 
I put out two weeks ago, we put out the episode, which was why are we buying a, uh, a Scarlet? And I took a lot of heat for it. A lot yeah. of heat. Because I couldn't, for some reason, I didn't think about it. Which is, I'm buying a Scarlet because I love the user interface. I'm buying it because I love my friends list that's already there. I love being able to click onto a mixer stream whenever I want. I love the store. I forgot about all those things because I do have a PC and I can just play games on PC. Game Pass is the same thing. It's just like, you want it to be accessible everywhere. We want, I, I'm sick of the, the war between the companies. And this is, I did a talk at a primary school um, a couple of days ago. And one of the teachers asked me to explain it to the kids, like, the kids shouldn't be rowing a black PlayStation and the Xbox. I'm like, no, because it's, it's gone. It's done now. It's literally both companies just making money. It's not, yeah. no one's got to die here. And obviously Nintendo, but no yeah. one's got to die here. And yeah, I think for Xbox and for Microsoft, it's get Game Pass on everything. If PlayStation will allow it, get Game Pass on PlayStation. Simple. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I still think they'll put it on Switch. I think that'll yeah. be where they go. Yeah. I think PlayStation never will budge. Yeah. No. I think that gets it so no, complicated. No, whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But it's that idea, yeah, of like, the fact that it's not already on Switch, I feel is weird. And then now it's just a waiting game of when it will. Because I feel yeah. Nintendo clearly isn't fighting this race. He isn't running this race against them. And yeah. The, why why would they care i think it, xbox is the one who needs to do the crazy stuff right they do need to be the ones who are thinking outside of the box and getting their games to wherever they can get their games yeah i mean that also helps out nintendo quite a bit because nintendo's always had this thing of they have really great children's games but they don't have yeah. anything outside of that and having game yeah. pass and that whole library there where you can play it on high quality really does something for nintendo where sony doesn't really I... need that is your read on the situation too that it's just probably it's obviously for Game Pass to work on there it has to be the streaming thing so are we just in a holding pattern until Project I think X so. Project right? X Cloud, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's the only. I don't think it would be a native thing. It's yeah. definitely going to be a streaming yeah, thing. So it's not going to be downloading games to the Switch and that's how Game Pass works currently. So right. it makes perfect sense for Project X Cloud to come out and then Game Pass is on there. Boom, you hit two birds with one stone. Yep. So yeah, uh, Yami also goes on to say, he said, would it be possible, I did not write this, would it be possible for Fix to do an on-the-scenes reporting for XO19 uh, for KF, throw the one out there for you, Fix, winky face. Thank you very much, Yami. I mean, no. anything's possible. <laughs> no, it's, it's more the thing of like, how do we have it fit in? You know what I mean? Like, what is, our, what is our content going to be around there? Because if we're doing live reactions, sure, then you can do this. I'm going yeah. there anyway, no matter what. So, don't... but it's also that thing of you want to be making your own content. That's what the, the whole reason it's you're true, there, true. right? It's funny that you say that. Someone was talking to me the other day about like the kind of funny community, and uh, there's like, why, why don't you double down on the kind of funny community and try and uh, do this and be like Snowbite Mike and do this? Like, number one, I'm in England. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not in America, so I can't get to the same shows and be within touching distance of you guys the way I would like to. And one day, maybe, who knows? And number two, I've always wanted to do this off my own merit. As much as I've had your help in huge amounts of weight, ways, and you've inspired me so much, but we've already had that discussion. That's what makes this so much easier. But it's, I don't want to come off of, of anybody. I want to be known as Corey Spearman, MC Fixer. And the reason I'm known is because I made great content, which yeah. is dedicated to getting up at two o'clock in the morning to do this show or doing it from my mom's front room, which I am, which is whatever it is. Like I've done it for me. And if that gets out to other people, good. But I'm not. I don't want to latch on to people. I know full well. I don't. I don't message you all the time for anything because I don't think I don't need to, and I don't think it's right. And I know if I needed something deeply or I needed some advice, I could come to you because I've built that relationship with you so far. 
So yeah, like as much as I think it would be great, I'm gonna be there no matter what. I've already spoken to Graham Boyd. I'm gonna try and get an interview with him while I'm nice. there. Like there's things already in the works, Army. But thank you very much for asking. I do appreciate it. Yeah, no for worry. me, it's always, I mean, it's always a, you can come to us and you know this, obviously anybody, any content creator can, but I mean like in purchase ideas and how it would look, right? It's just like, think about it. Like when we go to E3, we don't do like mm. live hits from there, right? It's just the normal shows we're already doing are then put into it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. You're, the, the way you're set up currently, maybe it changes in the future. It doesn't work for. It's always you know, changing. <laughs> always. Um, Tony said, ask Greg about the monthly Borderlands show he's doing and is he excited for it oh my god i can't wait i'm super excited I, borderlands 3 right now is one of those games that's ruining all the other games for me where it's what <laughs> i want to play like you know what i mean like i want to yeah. get there and just spend 40 hours with it so everything else i'm playing it's like this is good but like you check the email like do i have a code did a code come through for borderlands <laughs> <Are you> borderlands? <laughs> uh yeah the borderlands show is a really cool opportunity we just announced here at pax that we're doing with uh 2k it's the first time kind of funny he's producing a show for someone else so it's a monthly show hosted by myself and Fran Mirabella III. Uh, we'll record it live on twitch.tv slash Borderlands, and then it'll go up on youtube.com slash Borderlands game, I think. Uh, I got to use that. I guess. First episode isn't recorded until the 18th. I got time. Uh, you got plenty of time. But yeah, the idea is that, you know, it's a really fun conversation that we had with 2K where they hit us up and we're like, hey, so we did E3 and everything was great, but one of the most successful pieces of content we did we're just some some of the developers and uh, stream team people talking about the game. Yeah. And it really got this idea of us going, of like, man, what if we did a Borderlands like podcast or video show in this instance? And they so were like... Si yeah. Sorry? So similar to what you're doing with Telltale, like when you did like there, you did their recap shows. Right. Um, in a way, it's different to what that is. But of course, yeah, but you, you got the right idea. And I yeah. mean, what it is, is taking the kind of funny podcast template, the more like even Games Daily or Beyond or whatever, and now oh, making that beyond. strictly about Borderlands. Beyond. So the idea, right, is, is that it's going to be me and Fran once a month. Uh, we'll go through whatever the news is in terms of here's what's coming to the game. Here's what the new announcements are. Like they, they have a drip feed, obviously, of content they want to do uh, post-launch. Yeah. So I was talking about that. You know, the first episode will be very much we've been playing the game for, you know, five days now. Uh, what do we think of it? What do, what do we like about it? What do we don't like about it? Right. That was one of the big things for me with 2K. When they came to us about it, I was like, sure, this sounds awesome. Like, uh, you know, I, you know, it's obviously a huge compliment that they were like, we need to do a podcast. You guys are the best at making podcasts. What would that look like? Nice. And I was like, it would look like this, but it means that, you know, don't get me wrong, you own the show, but you don't own us. Like, we need yeah. to come on, and if we don't like the DLC or we don't like this character, we don't like, we're going to say that. And they're like, oh my God, of course. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to, this isn't meant to be an infomercial. Like, it's yeah. meant to be a, a show for a game that we are super passionate about, right? Like, it's the same way Fran runs the Destiny show he does. Yeah. Um, so the idea of the show is, yeah, the opening is, you know, the new segment of like, here's what we're thinking in terms of the first one reviews. Here's what post-launch content is getting announced. Obviously, since we're working with them, we have the opportunity then to be the source of news on that. Of like, yeah. let's look at what the new DLC is. Let's look at what the new endgame content is going to be. Then we want to interview with a, a developer every show. So Paul Sage is coming out. He's creative director nice. on the title. He'll be there. Uh, again, it'll be our first time to talk to him after having played a lot of it. Uh, we'll have questions there for people there. Well, it's the same thing as any other kind of funny thing. You know, people are submitting their questions at kindoffunny.com yeah. slash borderlands. They're <laughs> submitting their reviews. We're getting yeah. them. We're talking to them. And then, again, because of the opportunity we have to work so closely, I think there's a lot of cool little things we can do, you know, and actually have, like, jokes in there, have claptrap answer questions, or do stuff like that. But yeah. it's going to be, you know, this once-a-month, hour-long show where we talk shop about this game we're all playing. More content. I'm happy Exactly, about. right? I'm happy and, uh, You know, it's it. that thing of, like, 
I, if you don't, it, it's very interesting. I feel because it does very much speaking to that audience. I, I, I don't think, and I don't, I, you know, I don't paint myself in a corner, but it was so strange. if kind of funny did a show about a game like on our on our kind of funny channels right yeah where if it was just like now it's just the dc universe online show and it's all we yeah. do over and over again whereas this going hey we're making the show and if you don't care about borderlands but you like kind of funny you're never going to see it right it's yeah. all the way over there on their channels and you can go get it if you want to God. fair enough yeah i it's i mean any i feel like companies are finally coming around to the idea of that though right where they're bringing totally. in hosts and personalities and streamers whoever and like say what you want but obviously doing it in a professional way, constructive criticism and stuff. And I think that's the best way to be, obviously. I think me and oh, Chris, yeah. we, we did a co-stream watching Greg and that do the uh, reveal of Borderlands 3, remember? If yes. Right. And we were right. like, okay, this is perfect. It's It was snappy. It was it was you guys being you guys, which is the main thing. That's all that really matters. And then you get the content that you're there for as well, as long right. as it's not awkward awkward interview segments yeah which we won't go on about but you to be fair greg i'll give it to you as much as yeah people are going to call me a whatever you don't really do that many bad interviews thank you i think that's probably like your key skill obviously well, I think that, yeah that's why i think i keep getting these jobs you know what i mean yeah. people who don't like greg miller on the internet is like why is greg miller keep doing everything and it's like <laughs> for the most part greg miller does it because he can make everybody look good Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing is like the the worst you can have is something go wrong and the, and the developer and the interviewer get the wide eyes of like what do we fucking do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter to me and that's what I always tell people. Like you know I just did the uh, Guild Wars reveal uh, for yeah. their Living World stuff up here at PAX and that was like very specifically like we know you can come out and get the crowd hype and you can keep it going and when our devs get really into the weeds about something and if they get scared or like I don't know if you watched it but like at one point I like, didn't Guild Wars. The, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. Like, and that's the thing, right? And like, I love I, you, but still. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. Like, I wouldn't have watched it either, right? Like, I'm not a Guild Wars yeah. fan, per se. But, like, talking to the developer up there at one point, like, you know, there was a moment where she admitted she was nervous, right? And, like, I was like, oh, I, like, stopped the panel. I was like, everybody, this is her. And the, the whole crowd was like, hi, uh, you know, her name or whatever. And yeah. It's like, those little moments there of, like, this isn't brain surgery. You know, this no. isn't, I'm not interviewing the president. We can have fun with this. And, <laughs> right. Like, but it's, it's so much the same way of like when I start a panel and I come out and I'm like, who's been to a panel before? And then if you raise your hand, right, I make fun of him. I'm like, oh, you've been to bad panels. You need to clap. You need to boo. You need to cheer. You need to be part of it. It's yeah. setting that expectation for first the audience, but then also for the other people up there. Because, you know, yeah. I always joke around right now. Somebody could bust in the hotel here with a camera and a light and, and be like, you're on. And be like, what's up, everybody? Welcome to my hotel room. Like, you know, you know, but like, that's not a normal person reaction. So to put, take normal people who make games and put them in front of a camera there's already going to be that like how do i do what do i do so if i'm there being a complete idiot like if, if ea access right and i come out and immediately throw my cards into the air and say we don't yeah. need them you know what i mean like, yeah that sets the tenor i'm like oh okay this is gonna be this <laughs> sets the tone yeah no i totally get Chris, we'll take the next question sorry yes. big coffee <laughs> my apologies <laughs> don't worry about it um here's the scenario this is from chris nelson as well you're out in the open sea testing water physics for Microsoft and Rare Studios. All of a sudden, you come across a shipwreck. The SS PlayStation. The ship contains every PlayStation first and second party franchise in history. Your modest vessel can only save three franchises and bring them oh over to the Microsoft Xbox. The rest die forever. Bonus question. We'll get to the bonus question after. Let's, yeah, we'll get to the bonus question after. We'll answer yeah, this cool. one first. Uh, 
Fresh, you go first. Are these being erased from history? What's happening? They're gone. They're gone. They're all, they're they're gone forever. They're dead. Yeah. Oh so my god. Oh my god. Dead. Okay. Okay. They die today, right now. Have you got three that you can think of? Fresh? Uh, god of War. Yep. Ratchet and Clank. Wow. Okay. Uh, Uncharted probably. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Ratchet and Clank. Why? I love that franchise. I don't think there's a bad Ratchet and Clank game other than was it Quest for Booty? I think it was <laughs> I Quest think for a Booty. Bad it was it was a it was a it was a small game. It was a fifteen dollar game. Wasn't your normal Ratchet and Clank game? Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Other than Clank? that, oh sorry, God. Uh, no, I was just gonna say other than so that. tough. I've got three. If you want to wait, I've got. I would definitely. Yeah, go... I'm jotting it down. I'm jotting. It's you know how it is where you're like jotting it down and then I'm gonna say it and then I'm gonna get destroyed because yeah. I didn't pick X Y Z. I would go. Should I say Uncensored Sun, Overdrive? Now they own that. <laughs> I mean, no. I would. I would go Last of Us, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and probably God of War. Those would be the three I keep. I thought I'm about going. Horizon and Last of Us. The only reason I didn't pick them is because they're both only have one game so far. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can problem, already, bro. I can already see right. what's to come. Is the point? Like, I get that. Horizon, no, I, Horizon, I agree with that. Horizon, that game for me, I was just like blown away by it when it came out. And Last of Us, I could keep playing that game and feel different emotions every single time. It's just so touching. So yeah, those are the three I brought and brought over to Xbox, definitely. All right. So to save these from being blinked out of existence, <laughs> make sure everyone understands who they are. I would go with Uncharted, of course. Okay. okay I mean, what a great. I mean, like, I think Naughty Dog, of course. I think that was when they really sat down and were like, we're going to define what Sony first party is and yeah. really make people understand what that is. Cause I, we weren't talk, talking about worldwide studios and I mean, first party exclusive. Sure. But not about like this stable of video game developers that uh, PlayStation yeah. had. So I'm going to do that for the history. Then okay. much like you fixer, mm-hmm. I can see where this franchise is going. I would save Spider-Man. I would get Spider-Man okay. off the boat over there because okay. the first game's so great. You know they're going to make another one and then probably yeah. 15 more, hopefully. Oh, that's actually, I didn't even think of Spider-Man. Really? Just that's dead. It. Just dead. That's that's, you killed him. You know what I mean? No more <laughs> Spider-Man games. It's still, we're still out here talking about Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man game. If it's not <laughs> yeah. And okay. then, of course, because I'm Greg Miller, I'm saving Pat upon. And I'm getting oh, Pat upon over there. We're getting Pat, we're getting Pat upon on next five. It's back to being a portable game. We can go anywhere. Why? Why did that not? I should. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. What's you the bonus that. question? Was well, yes. I let Spider-Man die. I'm Pat upon. <laughs> the bonus question is: You only have enough food to keep one franchise alive longer than five years. Who gets the grub and who dies Ooh. of scurvy after the next title? Jeez, a lot of CFE reference. Yeah. Not like I didn't pan. <laughs> yeah. Not like I didn't pan that game on this podcast. So, like a lot after going to the studio. Oh, have you come back to it? Pardon. Have you come back to it since like? Yeah, I went. We went back a little bit after, and it's still just so empty, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just yeah. empty. There's that. So I could rant for a long, long time about that game, but yeah, okay. no, I still. Oh, get you started. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just because the previews of that game, I went. We got to me and Haley. We got to go to Rare Studio and play it and go around the studio, and you get. I'm not gonna lie. I got sucked into the whole atmosphere, so I'm sort of like, yeah. oh my god, the game looks amazing. Duh, 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 duh. It comes out and you're like. We played that thing. Me and we played it for two days, didn't we, Grush? And we yeah, just like, we did. Oh, this is empty, and there's nothing here. And I get that we're gonna build upon it, but the progression system, and yeah, whatever. I'll let it go. Um, oh, damn. 
Good question. Uh, I don't know. I probably, I'd probably say Gears of War, and we're gonna talk about Gears of War a little bit later. But from, um, I'm so I did not expect to be so excited for Gears the way I am. Like, and for to know that it's gonna be another five years of keep getting these Gears of War games and they keep expanding. The previews that have come out are like, it got me even more excited about how they've changed the game and it's a little bit more open world esque. And that's that worries me in a way, but. I'm really confident about it as well. So maybe I'd go Gears. I'm pretty sure the bonus question was for the three franchises we previously saved. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Well, I'll I go mean, you already said it now. Now everyone yeah. knows Gears is the only thing you keep alive, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we were talking seriously, we'd be like Resident Evil. Let's be serious. Oh. If we were talking anything, come on. Um, yeah, go on. Uh, Crash? Uh, probably, probably God of War. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I would save Spider-Man. Again, I I, I don't want to lose. I don't. I'll miss the history with Uncharted, but in terms of what's going forward, I would I would go Spider-Man. It's been here. It's done its thing. You know. Exactly right. Even if, even if it's like that yesterday movie, and I'm the only one who remembers. <laughs> uh, next one we got is uh, what features from each console do you think should be universal across all platforms? An example is how you can assign controller assign a controllers to specific profiles on Xbox One. This is a really hard question for me because I just don't play PlayStation enough. Literally, oh, wow, I turned really? on PlayStation. I turned on my PlayStation the other day. I was like, oh, I d- reviewed um, Man of Mid- Man of Maiden, and oh, I was like, yeah. oh god, this is I hate this UI and I hate this console and I hate everything about <laughs> it. Just literally, I, like, but it's my own fault. It's literally what you talk about with the Xbox, which is yeah. it hasn't been updated in ten years. And yeah. what do you know? I, what, what is it, your ecosystem, right? Like, yeah. like that's the yeah. thing where it's like I remember having legitimate arguments because I was so stupid with like Damon where he'd be like I love the blades on the Xbox 360 and I was like what you're crazy it's cross media bar and then it was I, I would it would be the fact that I could literally walk him through how to get to the printer settings off off of memory I'm like why is the PS3 have printer settings who the fuck cares why would anyone need uh, for me I honestly I have an answer that I'm all well, the thing that I think uh, I love the most about uh, Xbox in terms of a, a feature coming at PlayStation is the fact that how uh, Xbox achievements track inside the achievement. Uh, Whereas, you know, yeah. when you're playing God of War or whatever, or when you're playing any any game, I shouldn't say God of War, actually, that's a bad example. When you're playing other games and it's like, you know, get 25 headshots. You're like, cool, yeah. how many do I fucking have already? If the game didn't build that into their own menus, I don't yeah. see that tracking for my trophy. I just know I have to keep shooting people in the head. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah, that's a good one. It's not one that I use. I fell out of achievements. I've been oh, really? trying to get back in. Yeah, I used to be really deep in achievements, and then when I started doing this for a job, I fell out because there's just so much to play. And sure. also, when you stream, I stream. I try and stream eight. Like, I was streaming eight hours a day, and now five. And you end up just playing. I, I played Minecraft today for six and a half hours. It's like you just can't. You don't find time yeah, to achieve. Right, not many achievements at that point. No, exactly. I still care and I still get happy when they pop, as Crash will sure. tell you, because I scream like a madman. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, achieve, I dropped that. Have you got? If, I'm trying to think what else. What? What between the two? What? I play is- so much Xbox. I don't. I can't. Like, I can't think of one. Because I, I, I think I mostly only use my PlayStation like Adobe for sand or something. Doesn't Xbox have Adobe Sound and PlayStation don't, or it might only be on the Pro? As, again, I don't know. I'm talking out my butt cheeks at this point, so let me not. Hmm. Let me not. Yeah. Hmm. No. Next one is from a little guy called Zyger. Oh, I know says, this young boy. You, you heard of him? Yeah. He says, "Yo, you ready? <laughs> Yo, you ready for some? 
<laughs> let me yo you ready to have some of my xbox and me representation at the next pair schneider cup and take home the trophy but for real what would greg want to see in the next xbox as far as ui and features and interface changes but let's be serious. My Xbox and me, just because I can't get out there. I've got Chris sitting there. He's in New York. He'll come. I've got Zyga, yeah. wherever, wherever he is. We're coming to represent next year. I'm sending T-shirts. Hey, wanna, yeah, I'm sending jumpers. Zyger, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'm down, yeah. I'm down. Don't worry. We'll make it happen next time. Um, I, to be honest with you, I just wanted the UI to be simplistic. Yes, like it was. That, you nailed it. Just simplistic, simple. I don't hate the UI that we've got currently on the Xbox. It's nice and easy since it's been updated. Trust me, the beginning one was terrible with the snap features and all that yeah. crap. Uh, but just simplistic. I hate the fact you have to go into a menu to get to achievements again yep. and things like that. It's just simple it down. Go back to the good old days, which they're getting there, but there still is menus in menus in menus to get into settings and stuff like that. I'm just like, no, just simplify it. Go back. And I want, probably a little bit biased because I'm streaming on Mixer a little bit more now. It's like, I want Mixer to be even more in the forefront, which it already is. It has its own tab and stuff. But I want that UI design to be so much cleaner where right now it's it's okay, but it needs to be refined, I think. Yeah, it's 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 very much how you guys were talking about PlayStation where I, I rarely turn on the Xbox, right? Yeah. So when I do and I have a gripe or I get cranky about it, like, I don't know, my opinion does not hold as much weight as no, it. But my yeah. thing for it is for sure is that it's just, there's so much going on. Yeah. And it is that I, I'm right there with you where I'll turn it on and I always, when I'm playing a game, I do want to see the achievements. And so it is that thing of like, wait, where did they put it? Because it used to be on 360, it was so easy. It was right there. I saw it. I saw the trophy. I was into it. Where's this one? Yeah drilling down into the menus to get to it I'm like, and i don't like I, I there's just so much going on in that front page that it does get like so i'll turn it on I'm like so did that game that i told the to download download like where is it I <laughs> you have to go into my games to get yeah there it's so it's weird like, you know, just like i hate the fact that you can go downwards as well on the home screen and like mm -hmm. you can add to your favorites i'm like i get what you were going for here but it just doesn't it work. didn't work yeah it doesn't work and they've had so, that since the beginning i feel like they should have got rid of that a while ago with one of the yeah, reiterations yeah. it feels like a it feels like a holdover from what the xbox one was originally going to be right yeah, it was TV, TV, entertainment TV, TV. Yeah. whatever the fuck you know what i mean like yeah. i'm surprised they haven't really gone in there and just yeah. canoed the thing and been like all right yeah. here's what the new one's gonna be yeah um no i would want the ability to use discord uh discord oh, chat please. on xbox because like party chat would... I remember when party chat in terms of like communicating on consoles was like the thing, but then I got my oh, PC yeah. next to my console and it's a completely different ballpark. The quality difference between Xbox party and discord. Yeah. So, it's huge. Yeah. It's actually huge. Yeah. No, that's, that would be brilliant. That's not, yeah. I'd love that front and center. Like just ditch Xbox party. It's like Greg, when we play state of decay and I'm talking to you from a webcam, mic, and I didn't even know I'm like, <laughs> Dude, like I wish I would have known. You're like, because I remember Haley went to make a cup of tea, and you're like, should I hear the kettle? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like hold up a minute. Like, nah, what you, you're crazy, dude. Um, do you want to take the next one, Crush? Question. Uh, yes. Favorite Xbox game of all time, any generation. Looking forward to this one. From Michael Andronico. I notice I, I keep giving right. you the hard names. You yeah, I, I just noticed that because you'll answer like two questions in a row and Bro. then I got one with a hard name and I'm like... I'm a good okay. host. Come on. Yeah. I put okay. Dyslexia is a, is, a, is a disease, bro. Trust me. I'm not looking to get dumb today. Um, <laughs> Greg, favorite Xbox yeah. game of all time? 
I, it's one of those that I, it's clear the the mind let it pop in, and when I did it, of course, it was Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay. okay. Like for nice. me, that that was. I mean, when I played that in my buddy's room, that's when I walked out and bought an Xbox One used and brought it back, or an Xbox. Sorry, the original okay. Xbox, yeah. Xbox One. <laughs> oh, uh, it brought it back, right? And like, I got that. I got stuff. The zombie. Uh, I since I was buying it after the fact, I got uh, Kotor two right away as well. Like, I fucking Kotor. What a fucking game. You know what I mean? And yeah. like Bioware killing it and establishing who they were and like delivering such an amazing Star Wars game when the time we had good Star Wars games, but this was so different, right? That RPG aspect, building your lightsaber, what the story was. I was just so into it. Honorable mention, I think, to Dead Rising, the original. I remember that. Uh, no, was, Dead I Rising, was... the original sucks. You're so Dude, wrong. Yeah. In the moment, though. In the moment, though. You know in what the, I mean? Oh, like, I can the sit moment. There. But yeah. Dead Rising 2 is superior to Dead Rising 1 in every way, shape, or form. Not in story. Frank's better than that guy, the, the bike guy. No, ah, oh, okay. You could play off the record, though. I played yeah, all those true. games. Though. I, I played them all, play the off the... No, I know. Yeah, ah, yeah. oh, dude. Ah, oh, dude, why did they, why'd they cancel that Dead Rising game? But 4 was terrible, as Chris will tell you, as he saw me that, punish yeah. myself playing the DLC. Right? It yeah. is awful. Fix yeah, forced himself to play like, through that. This is, and I'm not that guy, but I remember playing it and being like, this is way too easy. Yeah. Yes. Like Dead Rising is always was always like such a risk reward challenge. Big I you could literally me. die anywhere. Oh. And then this one, yeah, I remember like beating the the first boss without even blinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is weird. This isn't giving me the Dead Rising vibes. Up. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, I would go Gears of War as my favorite Xbox game. I'll be honest. Like everyone, the first Gears. I kind of put them all together, but I can go if I had to pick one. I'd probably go Gears Two. Okay. If I'm honest, like Gears One was the first game. It's weird sitting in this front room because I'm back at my mom's house. This is where I, where I'm <laughs> sitting right now. Is where I set up. Where it all Xbox. happened. It's, it's where I set up my Xbox for the first time. And the internet was downstairs. I didn't have a modem upstairs, so I brought my Xbox down here and logged onto Xbox Live for the first time and just played Gears of War. And I just remember being like, "Wow, what a what a game changer!" Like the multiplayer, the single player, the story, the graphics back then. Um, and as a franchise as a whole, that would be my favorite Xbox game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, mine's would be Gears 3. I've talked about it so much on this podcast, how much, like, time I put in during my, like, high school days, where I'd, like, come yeah. home, nothing but Gears of War, to, like, 11 p.m., wake up in the morning before class, play more yep. Gears, go to school, come back, rinse, repeat. Um, and that's solely because of multiplayer. It's not even the story. I think Gears 3 probably one of the weaker stories of the original trilogy yes i agree with so, you there. um yeah it's, it's a hard one with gears greg you're not excited for gears the new one right i'm excited i mean i mean i'm going to play it i am looking forward to it but gears hasn't moved my needle in a long time in terms of like holy shit yes i can't wait like yeah i know what i'm getting usually i haven't I mean, we played it at uh, E3. We did the new Horde mode or whatever they called yeah. it, where you know, you're you're running out with uh, it, and it was fun. And it's what I wanted. Rahul's in it. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I, 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 but like story wise, it never hooked me, which is always what I want out of my games. So it's like always been one of those things that don't. You're talking about the first one, especially. I remember, I remember, I was doing a, uh, an article about a marine in Columbia, Missouri, who had been shot in the head by a sniper by like the width of a piece of paper survived like it was like if it had gone you know that other millimeter he yeah. was gone. and when he i remember coming over to he was using video games to rehab and i went over there and 
he was playing Gears. And it was the first time I'd seen somebody play Gears, like, live in front of me. And I remember watching and being like, what the, this is so beautiful. And, like, the way, yeah. you know, run, running and snapping to cover and that locomotion of running with the, the mm-hmm. Lancer. Like, holy crap. Like, I know those experiences. And so, you know, I'm excited to play it. I'm excited to play it with friends. I know uh, Widow wants to play it. Fran wants to play it. I want to jump in and do it. But <laughs> MC Fix I'm wants hope- to play <laughs> uh, I'm hoping this will be that it'll be enough to get his hooks in me and like actually yeah. make me more of a fan. But it's always been something I respect. But yeah, I'm not like. It's, in I think it's probably it's a hard one to jump into this one. To be honest yeah. with you, it, yeah, we were talking about it right because people were asking last week, where do we jump in? Where do we jump in? It's like you have to play four and you have yeah. to play mm-hmm. sto- four story to really have the impact. You're gonna understand who Dom, uh, not Dom, sorry, Marcus and uh, Bird and Coltrane are, and then. Yeah. For these new well, that's characters. the thing is, I, I mean, I guess I could look at my achievements. I feel like since Gears Two, I remember. I think yeah, it was Gears Two. I remember in uh, San Francisco playing with Levi Buchanan from my GM and like screaming into a pill in the middle of the night because we just <laughs> wanted to finish that one driving segment. We couldn't. Ah, uh, uh, that part sucks. <laughs> I think I, I want to say I, 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 I at least played a bit of four. I remember I if, of, like, if I remember rightly, you played four with Colin on the stream. And right, I remember watching it, and I hated watching you both play it because you just sat there going, "This isn't very good, is it?" And I'm like, "You're not even giving it a chance, guys." I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally remember. That's why I messaged like I did, like I put a tweet out. I was like, "Greg, you need a co-op partner. I, let's do this. I am ready to play Gears of War with you all day long, whenever you need to do it." But I do think four four was either it was even make or break for some people. Either okay. you you were jumped onto four. You enjoyed the new cast and the old cast there, and you're along for this journey, or you didn't. I think the gameplay this year, from what I read in previews, and I'm trying not to read too much because I was like hoping to get a review code, but that's a whole touchy subject. Um, but yeah, it's I'm like, come on, like it, it just oh, it looks so good. I can't wait. Chris, bring back Wingman. Hashtag. Oh man, <sighs> biggest mistake Wonder. they've ever done. Yep, no Wingman. Do you even know what Wingman is, Greg? I don't know what that is. It's 2v2 mode. So it's, it's like on multiplayer. It's 2v2, v2, v2. v2. So oh, you wow. play as a two-man squad and yeah. it just used to be pure chaos. The best thing so would be best... um, you you get, you get do the executions in Gears of War. So you yeah. and your teammate down one team and then you execute them at the same execute. time. So you're just beating <laughs> yeah. them down at the same time and they rage quit before you even finish. Best yeah. feeling in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, next question we got here is Greg. How much are you looking forward to coming back to London from Seb Longhurst? Oh man, we're stoked! Yeah, kind of funny world too. You're the, the final stop, London in November. We can't wait. Like, yeah, we had such a good time there, and it was as usual. It was my first time, so you know how that goes. It's such a blur. You have so much you yeah. want to do, so much you want to see. You're just going, like you know. I we we did the meet and greet at Nando's. I didn't even eat Nando's. <laughs> like, so wait, wait, wait. have you eaten Nando's yet? Yeah, when we just did the uh, uh, Vancouver one, yeah, we went, uh, Andy and uh, Tim saw it driving to one thing, and they're like, "Dude, we have to go." So what like, did we you have pick? to go to name it? Uh, I did uh, a ten-piece uh, wings. It was just, uh, I think it was Perry Perry medium. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was great. You like it was it? awesome. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. We got the garlic bread. It was fantastic. It was awesome. Oh, the garlic bread exactly so we good. Knew. We had the giant thing of sangria. We were just sitting there drinking, hanging out. <laughs> exactly um, what I needed. Yeah, I mean, London's obviously coming. Um, yeah, it's just good. I can't. I personally can't wait because I get to see all of my friends again. It's like the, that one when, obviously, we do it. Usually what we do is when me and Callum, and big, 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 big shout out to Callum because he doesn't get enough credit. It's always like people know me 
because I'm the lad one of me and Callum. But without Callum, nothing gets organized. Um, so big shout out to Callum Moore. Um, but yeah, when we organize stuff for EGX every year, it's just great to see everyone. And the fact that you guys are coming over this year and the tickets are all gone and there's just that whole thing. It's just like, okay, cool. Let's, I've got my ticket. Let's go. Yep. Get to see yeah, everyone. Yeah. It's going to be dope. It's going to be so And that thing too is, you know, it's nice to come by and the, the whole point of the world tour, right, was to come to meet and greet to play we don't get and do them not really around an event so it's like cool that we're going there and it's not i don't have to worry about doing rtx panels or running off and trying to hit this industry party or whatever the hell you have to do yeah like this is we're literally going just to see everybody yeah no exactly exactly um question want to take the next one uh will we ever see a triumphant return of gruesome greggy from ben barrage <laughs> Did he ever go away? Uh, you know what no. I mean? <laughs> he just evolved. He changed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely, uh, I feel like if, if you don't know, that's just my backyard wrestling persona, which, if you don't know, is pretty just much me in the bathrobe. So I don't. <laughs> I think you already see a lot of it, when it, whether it be me screaming on whatever show or when I was doing the PAX wrestling stuff or now doing the PAX tournament stuff. Like, There's a lot of gruesome Greggy in everything I do. But I would imagine, I hope now that uh, – there's been the split with Ukes and 2K that Ukes' next wrestling game is yeah. going to be Good. effing awesome. That's what I want, yeah. right? Like, like, I want them... Like, I thought it was so telling the interview they had where they were just like, oh, we have a lot of great ideas we'd love to do, but WWE won't let us. And it was like, Ooh, or 2K won't let us. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. So now that they get to go make a wrestling game, hopefully, you, I'm assuming an AEW game, right? I, I would think they get I'll on that it. license. Exactly. Like, I really hope they come out with something that is awesome and not so much based on hey let's make it look as realistic as possible like i i do not understand how both 2k and wwe can sit there and see the love people have for those n64 wrestling games and have not given a team of i would assume 10 just or and get get a and I, that's if you green light it like set somebody aside to do a strong grapple weak grapple hard strike soft strike yep flick your stick for special and have it look that level of detail obviously in hd and yeah. people would eat that up dude people would yes. flip the fuck Me, out i'd love it. it like and the last, I think it the, would last, bring... the last good wwe game was smackdown versus raw 2009 where they had the right. road to wrestlemanias and they had to create a, i always i'm i'm a sucker for a sports game story to like yeah. 2k the nba 2k story i'm like yes i'm in and like yeah. every year i go and buy wwe chris i tell you he listens to me complain all the time yeah. i'm like this is gonna be the one i've got it yep. i'm gonna do it and you play it and it's the worst dialogue and it's still the, i don't like the wrestling i just don't yeah. like the wrestling i'm like and this that's is the thing is they, i'm done they totally went this route with it of trying to make it look as much like tv as they could and, and that's what yeah. 2k does and where and sports games for the most part are in terms of simulations and it's like yeah. don't don't like it shouldn't be a simulation right it should be a fighting game yeah it should be hey we're gonna make something that's easy to understand difficult to master like so that when you see top level players playing they're playing in a different way and instead they they do this ho-hum thing that i just don't think turns heads period i don't know it's like i I was very much the same way you are every year i get it and i pop it in i play it for like two matches and i'm like there's always like some new thing they've talked about or tease where i'm like oh man that's maybe that's really gonna be a game changer and i get in there and it just doesn't work yeah, I've I literally, I literally, I start the career mode every time, and this is gonna be good. And you start it, and it's like, it's the the moment always with me. It's like you're in an XT. I'm like, okay, cool. I like the I like what they're doing there. But you're in an XT. Cool, boom. And you're fighting Brock Lesnar. I'm like, huh? 
That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, what? This game, like, no, I forget. I'm just done. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, last, oh no, we've got a couple more. Um, thoughts on Halo? Would you have you ever played through the games from Antonio? Oh, yeah, I played through them. Um, not all of them by any means. Um, I want to say this is just another one of them. They all just run together, like, right? So I didn't, I never got into Halo on Xbox. I remember in college, uh, what my sophomore, no, maybe it was my freshman year. No, sophomore. Not that this matters at all, but we were having a house <laughs> party, and I remember all the new kids, all the new recruits for the Antlers. Like, it was like they all turned into, it was like midnight, and they were going to turn into pumpkins. And they all, like, ran out. And I was like, where the fuck's everybody going? Like, oh, we're going to Perry's house. We're doing land and hail. I'm like, what the fuck? What, you nerds? What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the video game guy. You can't be running around here. You're all just playing sports. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've played them. I've, I've, I've done co-op. But when I was uh, dating Christina, I want to say what, that would have been, like, Reach, ODSC, one of those. Yeah. Maybe both of them. Like, we played through okay. those together and stuff. Yeah. So, it's this thing. Oh, no. And then, and, uh, what, I guess, the most recent one. I remember playing all the way through too, but I, it's it's that thing. Five. It's just, yeah, is, yeah, right, right. And that was the one where uh, yeah. Cortana like dis- is like getting is dying yeah. or whatever. She's disappearing. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'll, I'll shaking his head like I don't know. <laughs> nope, no, uh, this podcast, they know. I get it. I get it from every angle. You're an Xbox podcast. You don't even care about Halo. Hey, oh, shut up. All right, just shut up. I'm not listening to your yeah, names you. Yeah, you can't put me in a box. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm a multifaceted person. <laughs> I play so, yeah, Resident I, Evil I, <laughs> a lot. It's the normal thing. It's there are games I'll play. Like I'll I'll for sure pick it up and, and when Infinite drops and stuff. I think they do cool stuff. I remember when three four three uh you know let it go right and then yeah uh they 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 got it picked up and they started make, making uh the DLC stuff and David Ellis was talking all about that. I thought that a really cool cool idea but yeah it's never clicked for me i'm not the shooter guy right that's the thing i've struggled with too where it's like wolfenstein and you know i did a whole thing a couple months ago about doom but yeah. my old thoughts on doom it was just like i get it and these are beautiful games and i understand why people love them it's just that's not what i like to like it's not how i connect with games like i shoot plenty yeah. of things and people in games but not this way for some reason if that's the main mechanic usually it doesn't work yeah crash you're looking forward to new halo rap uh yeah i guess <laughs> a ringing endorsement <laughs> this is why we need snow by mike here because he just gets hype about everything yeah. it's ridiculous do you know what he put he put fallout 76 in his top 10 list for games of the year last year greg i won't have that on this podcast yeah Wait, like not as a joke no no, no, no it was not serious as not as a joke i'm not having it we had a big argument on the podcast i was not happy it was like high as well. Every, and then he put PUBG and that come out the year before. I'm like, Jesus, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> Chris, Thanks, last sir, question. Just being myself. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a Snow Mike impression. It's not there yet, but it will get there eventually. You'll get there. You'll what, get is, there. what is the strangest thing someone has asked Greg to do? This comes from Matthew Smith. Oh, my God. You must get loads. It's a great question. Well, no, but it's just like when... A, a random stranger walks up to you in a room full of a thousand people and like, hey, will you take your shirt off and take a photo with me? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> like, what's, what's the barrier for strangers? Right. I don't know. Yeah. You figure I've married fans, right? I've done plenty of shirtless photos. And I, I've, yeah. I've helped shirtless Spider-Man take photos with people. Jeez, mm-hmm. uh, the strangest thing. It's that weird thing. It's like, it just doesn't. I don't does have anything, one that stands Does anything phase you anymore? Like, you, you are so you. You're so... Ass- 
you're so bubbly that when things just come, you seem to just take everything in your stride. From from a, at RTX, I observed you a lot. That was sort of I was sort of there creepy. in the background just watching. Not creepy, like I said to you the first time. Um, Not creepy at all. Shut up. Um, <laughs> with my camera as well, like. Um, but the way you are with people, you just make everybody instantly feel comfortable. So I can't really imagine you make, even if something was strange in the moment, I feel like you would just make it feel comfortable, like instantly. Unless it was like something too crazy, but that doesn't seem to happen. And that's the thing where I think it, it, I, it, we have such a weird thing, right? And I hate using the word, but like we have such the kind of celebrity you'd want where mm. I was talking about it, right? To a very small group of people, I'm a very big yeah. deal. Like it's, and so what that means is, is like, we, I call the audience best friends and they call themselves best friends friends and yes. that's attracting a very certain kind of person who w wouldn't be the person who would come up to you and be like hey for this photo can you hold my dick or like, or like they, they're gonna, they whip out a boob in the middle of the photo and I'm like what are you fucking doing like, I mean, like, that's uh, just not challenge how accepted <laughs> that's just not how any of the people who i think connect with our message would act and i don't think they yeah. want to put us in those situations which is lovely and please keep not putting us in those kinds of ways <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, that's almost an hour, so I'm just going to ask some more questions and then we won't bother with the news and stuff. Um, we're all embargoed at the butt cheeks for most things anyway about what we've been playing properly. So, um, Greg, yeah. London London is coming and obviously you're excited about that. Is there any plans to expand any the company further at, at any point in the near So, like, do like a giant bomb east kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, uh, no, we're not there yet. I think, yeah. you know, our, our next, we're very much, I was describing it the other day because I think I had to, like, totally book a flight or something like the day before I had to go. And it was just like, yeah. we're in front of the locomotive and we're just putting the rails down as we go. So I think yeah. right now, like, the farthest sight we have is really for 2020, right? Like, we, we're serious about, and we talked about it at the beginning of this year, of, like, gearing up for the studio. And I think now getting a new space is the next thing. And I don't know if that happens by the end of the year, I don't know if, if it, we have, you know, on January 5th, I'd love it to be, we could say something about it, but I mean, is that actually possible? I don't know yet. Like yeah. we're moving on that. We're starting to look, we're talking about spaces. We see Kevin's making phone calls and Nick's yelling at Kevin. Uh, <laughs> there's things going on. There's movement there. And I think that's the next thing. So it, for us, it, it's going to happen. I think you look at like how we just brought um, Imran Khan into the fold, right? Yes. Of Game Inform and that was something him and I talked Talked about like what uh, five days before of like oh he's, he's what, Andrew's leaving like what's that role look like oh are you interested he's like maybe you know this that and the other I, you know I don't know what's exactly gonna go so that was very much a thing me and Tim talked about of like man that'd be interesting for next year that'd be a cool thing to try to get Imran on in 2020 yeah. and then Monday happened and he was like let's get lunch let's get you in sure enough he's working with us by the end of the week like yeah it, so many of the situations we capitalize on and work with are brought to us because of fate and just how life's going and so i think yeah. the studio is something long term to go but what's gonna the kind of funny look like in three months six months nine months who the hell knows and i think yeah. a big part of it too is the fact that it's what i always tell everybody like you know if you want if you you know if you want to be doing this kind of stuff you need to be doing it and in the same breath i think if oh, you want to be yeah working with us or you want like it's that thing of like if there was a, a need for a kind of funny london a kind of funny new york a kind of funny whatever that would be started probably by a conversation of somebody explaining to us how that would benefit us and how what it would look works. like. Because mm -hmm. it's the same thing where, like, you know, like, 
uh, everyone's always like, well, why don't you move to LA? You know what I mean? Move down and do and it's always like that thing. Like, yeah, we think it'd be a little cheaper, but not enough to actually tear up everybody's lives and do that. And so it's that thing of if anybody in the co- company was actually super motivated to do it, they would have to come to us and be like, Hey, here are the numbers. Here's what this would look like. You have a, like explain it to us because none of us have the, with our limited amount of time and our limited amount of bandwidth, nobody's sitting there going like, you know what I'm going to do today on this Sunday, I'm going to sit here and totally invest all my time into looking at what it would be like to move to LA for no reason. So just saying I've got an hour with you when you get to London for my five page PowerPoint. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, well, you're probably wondering why I call this Ted talk. <laughs> um, Honestly, I, I haven't got any more questions. You got anything, Crash, before I wrap this up? Uh, no, I do not. Honestly, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody that has listened to my Xbox and me ever. Uh, episode 200 is something that, if you look at it, is a crazy milestone to hit, considering where we started and where we're at now. Um, big thank you to everyone that has co-hosted with me, whether it was in my bedroom here when it was pink, and was in my sister's room, whether it's now. Um, I make a commitment every single week to never miss a week. And that's something that Greg told me be consistent in people's lives um so thank you all this is why i'll get up at two o'clock in the morning and do the show that's why if it's not up by friday you know that there will be a show by sunday because i don't miss a week i'll do it on my own like i have done three or four times now it doesn't matter i will make sure this show happens every single week uh let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here crash what have you got to plug this week Uh, if you guys want to watch me play some games you can catch me on mixer.com forward slash crush greg what you got to plug I have a company called Kind of Funny. We make a lot of cool content. Uh, what would be actually probably interesting, uh, we were talking about Imran a second ago, right? Two of his uh, former game and uh, former colleagues were bringing them out to San Francisco this week to host shows with him. So Kind of Funny Games Daily on Thursday and Friday are Imran and his game informer buds, former game informers, and then they're also doing the games cast by themselves. So we just wanted to let them have the keys to Kind of Funny and see what they did with it so that they could actually go out their way and remind people that they're still there. So that's going to be, I think, really, really cool content. Cool. Uh, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Remember, you can get this show on all podcast services, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of that. If you want to support the show and could really do with the support, uh, patreon.com slash MC Fixer. Uh, drop a couple of dollars my way if possible keeps the show going keeps the lights on not these lights technically because these are my mom's but you understand (laughs) what i'm saying um but yeah until next time i will love you leave you and see you all later thank you so much greg and here's to the next 200 goodbye congratulations